Hello, Cinebishes! It is Monday, July 27th, 2020. Please enjoy part one of our in-depth academic discussion of the film, Arachnophobia. Welcome to a very exciting episode of the Santa Boys podcast. Today, we're going to like actually talk about a movie, which is like something we probably should have done to start our podcast. I, I don't know. No. This is the right time. Rules don't apply to us. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, so yeah, we, we are going to discuss a little film by the name of Arachnophobia. We've all watched it this week. We've all told you to watch it. Um, Kevin is upset that he had to rent it on We had the whole world at our fingertips, and we had to pay for this movie. I was this close to streaming it illegally. Well, we don't stream illegally here at the Cineboys. That's not our thing. My conscience got the better of me. We're honest boys. But yeah, the reason we decided to stream it is because uh, as of, I think, what, last week? It turned 30 years old, which is about the age of all of us. Um, I'm 31. Tom's 31. No, he's Wait, how old are not? Uh, 30. No, wait, birthdays crop oh, up again. You, right. you, know, you know the date of his birthday, but you don't know his age? That's wild. Bob and I are both 29 and, and beautiful. So, Well, we're all around 30. I, I think our net average age is 30. That's my guess. Oh, Anyways... Wow. So today we're going to be discussing the film Arachnophobia. So essentially, um, I'm going to let you know ahead of time, uh, if you're just joining us, um, there's going to be spoilers. So if you don't want the movie spoiled, then don't listen. But also at the same time, the movie's 30 years old, and You've we've had given you plenty of heads up that we're going to be discussing this movie. So that's on you if you haven't watched it. But we're going to basically just go through the plot, share our hot takes, give you some cool little tidbits about the film. And then we'll, um, you know, basically at the end of it, give our our recommendation, whether or not we'd recommend the movie uh, or not. But today, it's me. I'm Kenny. I'm one of the co-hosts of the Cineboys podcast. I got my boy Tom Bragg out there in Columbia, Missouri. How are you, Tom Bragg? I am great, boys. How y'all doing? What is? I'm fine. Yeah. Cool. I could be better. <laughs> okay. Well, Kevin's also out there in Columbia. How are you, Kevin? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. And then Mob is out on the East Coast in Kentucky. How are you, Mob? What'd it do? You know, just chilling. Well, that's cool. Did you guys like? Did you guys enjoy the movie? Uh, you don't have yes. to say whether or not you recommend it. But did you enjoy it? Did enjoy it. Um, when I've I got into the it. spirit of it, I enjoyed it. The first fifteen minutes, I was hung up on having to buy the movie. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that was a roadblock. I will admit. I wasn't like bored the entire time. No, it's a good, fast-paced, short movie. Yeah, which yeah, is, you know what? Which is I what you want. I expected it to be more of a horror film, to be honest. I didn't really know much about it. It was made yeah. before my time. I had never actually seen it. Like so I, 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 I pretty much knew everything about it, but I had never actually seen the movie until this week when I, I sat down to watch it. I watched it a lot growing up, and so, you know, it was way scarier as a kid, I will admit. For me, I wouldn't even... I didn't even think it was scary. I just thought it was... I don't know. As a kid, it could be scary. Yeah, oh, as a kid, as a kid. scary. As a kid, yeah. I'm gonna freak yeah. out anytime I sit on a toilet because of that movie. Was it but, PG? Uh, Is PG thirteen? Okay. 
Yes. So Tom's parents were cool parents, letting him watch PG-13 movies. Actually, no. I was watching it on TBS, you know, the cut version. Oh. Mm. Sneaking away in the basement to watch movies that shouldn't. Yeah. You really had to cut a lot out of arachnophobia for TV. <laughs> the movie's so violent and gory, and they curse all the time. There is a spider sex scene, which we'll get into. There was. Yeah. I, I made note of that. <laughs> I did not cute. pick up on that when I was growing up. <laughs> Uh, my exact note was did i just watch spider sex it was it was tender but we'll get (laughs) into that so anyways arachnophobia was a film that was released in july of 1990 starring jeff daniels john goodman julian sands and harley jane kozak it was directed by frank marshall and this was actually frank marshall's directorial debut or his directorial debut the first movie that he actually ended up directing but Frank Marshall actually hasn't directed a ton of movies. He's actually been more of a producer. But his other movies include the movie Alive, about the soccer team that crashes on the on the mountain and they have to eat each other. Congo, which we've talked about before yeah. on this podcast. And then, the, of course, Disney's Eight Below, starring uh, Paul oh, Walker. What, Rest a, in what peace. a great movie. So yeah, I mean, Frank Marshall, in and of himself, mainly a producer. Partnered a lot with Kathleen Kennedy, consistently produced for Steven Spielberg, Paul Greengrass, and Peter Bogdanovich. So we're just going to walk through the movie. We're going to go through the plot. Like I said, there will be spoilers. If you get upset, <laughs> you can take it up with our legal team. But you've had plenty of time to watch this movie, and we've given you plenty of heads up. So... Anyways, the movie begins. In the Amazon rainforest, entomologist Dr. James Atherton hopes to discover new species of insects and arachnids. In a Venezuelan tapui, he captures an aggressive new species of spider, which is revealed to be lacking sex organs, thus making it a drone or soldier, atypical in spiders. A fertile non-drone male of the same species bites nature photographer Jerry Manley, who has a massive seizure from the venom and dies. The remaining scientists bring his body back to the United States, blaming blaming his death on a fever, unaware that the spider has crawled into his coffin. So, at the beginning of this movie, one of the things I noticed was that, like, when they show, like, the movement of the spider beneath, like, a bush or, like, a backpack or a blanket, like, he's doing a lot of movement. A lot of very purposeful movement as well. Mm -hmm. I want to say that if this movie, if you were to put the characters into Madden, every single character's awareness rating would be super low zero super low there are massive spiders crawling around and like their hand is right by one to pick up a cat and it's like oh just time to go don't even notice it so i Hmm. I noticed that too another thing at the the beginning of the movie that kind of confuses me was uh manly the the photographer Mm -hmm. i think at one point atherton goes do you know spiders he goes no i know football but he's a nature (laughs) photographer I wrote yeah. that down. <laughs> so he goes, specialty? Mine's football. Yeah. It's just like I, I didn't understand what his, what he was doing there, other than to take pictures. He was a he was wearing a dolphin's hat. I have to think this was right around the time of Ace Ventura when Dan Marino what is it was at his height. Probably. I, I watching this movie in a pandemic, the fact that this dude was suffering from a high fever and yeah, everyone was I just kind of touching him and being like, oh, you're cool to be here. It stressed mm-hmm. me out a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like, we I know a like lot it. more now about fevers mm-hmm. as a collective society. This was in, like, the third second of the movie, right when the boat was pulling up. The boat was egregiously long. It was, like, a 25-foot long And there's boat. just, like, two people in it. And there's two people in it. There's, like, <laughs> yeah. a silhouette shot, and I was like... That boat is too long. 
Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Isn't that... I don't know. I don't know much about the Amazon, but I feel like anytime I watch anything in regards to the Amazon River, the boat is always ex- excessively long. It was super skinny, and I just thought... it The way it was shot from the front, it just looked like a normal, like, little motorboat, and then this thing was gargantuan. Yeah. Yeah. It threw me off. That that was the first thought that got me not thinking about how I paid two ninety nine for standard <laughs> definition. <laughs> okay. All right. I see. I see. So after that, Manley's desiccated corpse arrives at the funeral home in his hometown of Canaima, California. Escaping outside, the spider is picked up by a crow and bites the bird, which falls dead outside the barn of Ross Jennings, a family physician who has moved from San Francisco and, like his son, suffers from an arachnophobia. So, obviously, Dr. Ross, played by the great Jeff Daniels, Ever great. For me, the first Jeff Daniels movie I ever saw was Dumb and Dumber, so I didn't know that Jeff Daniels was like a serious actor until like a year ago. This is really funny to me because the first impression I have of Jeff Daniels is the live action 101 Dalmatians. Me too. Yes. So like, because I didn't really watch Dumb and Dumber growing up. It just, it wasn't one that I was able to watch and so all i can think of when i see him is the live action 101 dalmatians which is not fair to him at all i totally forgot about that totally not fair the other thing like did they ever discuss so they moved from san francisco to this little town obviously there's a the reasoning is that he's going to take over this doctor's office which we'll get into in a minute but like why like, I don't think they ever addressed it. I know that it seemed like she got fired because she mentioned something about a severance package. But later oh. on, she goes, I can work part time. I can get some of my clients back. Which means she's probably going to steal them. Here's my thing. I would never in a million years move from San Francisco to a little town. Well, she did at one point say, like, this will be good. We can get away from all of that and all the stress. He didn't yeah. seem like he really wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah he seemed uh, like he was happy where they came from. Yeah. yeah. I was confused by that, too. In 1990, you could live in San Francisco on a normal wage as well. Right. San Francisco was, yeah. I don't know, probably Jeep. Now it's, like, the, one of the most expensive cities in America. It's, like, probably yeah. top three. It's, I bet it's, it's not cheap. New York, San Francisco. Yeah, but no, I don't think I don't think a good, firm, secure reason was given. It also seems like you would quadruple check with the doctor before you go down there. Like, hey, you are retiring, yes. <laughs> Instead yeah. of the first time yeah. you're checking being like in person after you've bought your house and moved. Yeah, well, yeah that dude's a Jeff. dick. I like when they're moving in. I I don't know. I caught where she says like it's bad luck to kill a spider in the I've house. I've never heard that. Yeah, I've I'll never kill heard the crap that. out of any. Spider. I don't think that's real. I think it's good luck no. to kill a spider in the house. I kill yeah, yeah, I agree. I kill spiders all day in this place. I'm not okay. gonna let a spider live for luck. Also, can we go back to the forest scene real quick? Yes. All good scientists just fire up the poisonous gas machine and shoot it into the forest to kill <laughs> all the insects to collect them. Was it poisonous gas? I thought it was like a smoke machine. I thought it they was were smoking them out. Whatever it was, it was killing the bugs. He gassed yeah. the bugs. Yeah, I thought it was just like I thought at first it was just to like gas them and make them like fall asleep or something so they could collect it. But he said something about them dying. Yeah. yeah. It's like we need live specimens. So why the hell did you gas them all? Yeah. Jeez. Also, a note about that blonde scientist. He reminded me of a cross between Ewan McGregor and Malfoy's dad. I forget that actor's name. He's in a bunch of stuff though. Is he? 
Yeah, he was uh, the one I always I, I think of is like Ocean's Thirteen. He's like the guy in charge of. Yes. No, I was just gonna say he's like the guy in charge of like the security system in Al Pacino's new hotel. Are we sure he's not oh. a villain in Die Hard? Mm-hmm. He looked like a Die Hard villain. He could be. Oh. He's not Carl. He's not the one that looked like Jeffrey Dahmer. Our protagonist oh. Ross faces a lack of patience after elderly rival Sam Metcalf, Doctor Sam Metcalf, chooses not to retire. The Amazon spider mates with a female domestic house spider and makes a nest in Jennings' barn, producing hundreds of infertile drone offspring with their father's lethal bite. So this brings us to the very sensual spider lovemaking scene. Which, yes, I want to... respect for spiders. They really, they're tender with each other. Yeah. We do a little bit of this action where they just raise up, intertwine. (laughs) Can we pause for a minute? Yeah, what's up? My cat is being a bitch. I'm hey, leaving this in. Oh my gosh. Can you get Percy out of here? Percy's a d- Where's the water bottle? I got a sprayer with stuff. Or she'll keep coming back. <clears throat> Amy? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, we can keep that in. I don't care. Peek into my real life. My cat annoying the bejesus out of me. So as soon as we have this spider lovemaking scene, we're then introduced to the town doctor, Dr. Sam Metcalf, who, like, I'm pretty sure would be the guy who doesn't wear a mask going to the grocery store right now. Yeah, he's like a very incompetent doctor. Yeah. It seemed like parallels to today where you've got doctors advocating for mask wearing and whatnot, and then you've got others that aren't. I don't know. Because it seemed like Jennings was very much like, I know what I'm doing, like, you guys, you guys got to listen to me. And everyone's like, you're an outsider. Don't, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. These are small town folks. Yeah, he went to go Yale. Back to your no one from yeah. small towns can go to Yale. And so why would you listen to him? Right. Can we talk about his wine cellar for one second? Hold, we'll get, hold on, hold on. Hold, we'll get to that. We'll get to that here in a second. I do have notes on the wine cellar. Yeah, me too. Um, but like, my, I think my biggest issue with the whole doctor thing was like, how do you not sign something prior to buying a house and moving somewhere exactly. after exactly. having talked to him four months earlier? Like, this is going to be your practice now once you move here. Like, that's just this bad planning 90s. on Jennings' part. Everything's yeah. in good faith. Early 90s. Everything's just like, taking my word for it. <laughs> yeah. This is pre, this is pre-9-11. Um, anyways... <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a question I had. So whenever like he has this meeting with the doctor, the doctor's like, "All right, so I'm actually not going to retire. Um, sorry." And then he leaves, and then we were introduced to who's the what the sheriff's deputy's name? Uh, he's oh, oh, uh, Lloyd he's, uh, something. Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah. I tried not just, Lloyd. Which is always the name of a small town sheriff deputy. Yeah. It's always yeah. Lloyd. Just Lloyd. a bumbling fool this Lloyd character. Jim and then Bulbous I have type. a question. So then he mentions that he has medical plates. So mob as the, as the uh, bridegroom of a doctor, do you have medical plates? Is that a thing? To my limited knowledge of doctoral works, medical plates do not exist. Kate has been on the campus of UK saying, Hey, I need to get to the hospital during a football game. And they would not let her. They said, go around. So that sounds like Kentucky. And she was like, if you don't let me cut through here, it's going to take me an extra 10 minutes. And this person has an airway that is closing. So, you know, no, it's not a thing. The South. Yeah. Love it. 
Well, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for MD plates because I, I didn't know that was a thing until I, this movie. I've never heard of that. Yeah. East Coast football. Yeah. No, I don't so, think it's a real thing. Ross's first patient, Margaret Hollins, dies after being bitten by one of the new spiders. Ross has doubts about Metcalf's diagnosis of a heart attack. Metcalf suspects Ross of malpractice, as Ross had taken Margaret off medication Metcalf had prescribed. Um, so, right after we're introduced to the town doctor, you know, Jeff Daniels' character leaves, then we get introduced to the deputy and uh, Margaret Hollins, who's like the only person in the town who's like, yeah, I, I don't like this guy as a doctor. You you new guy, you can be my doctor. And she seems nice. I would, I would enjoy a nice afternoon <clears throat> hanging with Margaret Hollins. Yes. Yes. She's, she's got serious. a great uh, home for that kind of like just hanging out like a big yeah. patio. It'd be nice. Got a lot of spunk. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool orange cat. Yeah. Cooler than my cat. So she's bitten by a spider. She dies. And so like his only patient now is dead. Which then brings me to one of my favorite scenes is where the high school football coach who <laughs> reminds me of Meatloaf. Like I thought it was Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then it says, hey, I'll throw some clients your way. Which then leads into this excessively long scene of him giving physicals to high school students. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. like, I so feel long. like... Right. It should have so been like a long. smash cut scene to something else. Right. I think like one or two, like where he's like, all right, guys, the doctor's here. He's going to give physicals. And Jeff Daniels is like, oh, this is the business I have to do. And it's like, okay, one physical, two physical, cut to football field. It's but he does so like many. the whole team. <laughs> we got to check like, everyone. Every test. Right. It was like... There, what's the point of this scene? Like, is someone gonna cough and he's gonna be like, "Oh, hold up." Yeah. Wait. D- do you think uh, Jeff Daniels like, actually coughed? No. I, no. I, I mean, he yes. Actually, like, yes. Yes. He, did. he is. He's dedicated to his craft. Of course, he did. Yeah. I mean, what if that's your one like movie appearance? You're like an extra, and you're like, "Hey, you have to just turn your head to the left and cough with Jeff Daniels." And you're like, heck yeah, sign me up. But what was really weird is I'm pretty sure there was one athlete where he gave him kind of a look up and down before he gave him the physical. And it felt very... Un- the whole scene was uncomfortable to me because I was didn't weird. think it was necessary. It's a weird scene. It could have been a 15-second scene that was like a two-minute scene. I feel like it could have been a funnier, like, just like, oh, down on his luck, now he's got to oh, do physicals. No. And yeah. then it's just done. But all no, it's needed, like... All you one, needed was one. Two. And it gets yeah. the point across. <laughs> So then we we go to the football practice where, first of all, gave me one of my favorite like lines that I think I'm going to use like anytime somebody uses a curse word around me, I'm going to be like, "What are you? Some kind of garbage Garbage mouth? mouth? (laughs) Some garbage mouth? Can we talk about how? What are you? Hit the showers and wash out that mouth. What are you? Some kind of garbage mouth? Can we talk about how the coach, instead of calling them plays or routes, called them? Do you know the patterns? Do you know the patterns? That's not football. Yeah. The the <laughs> lack of football awareness in that scene. I think it's Ryan Rossillo always talks about wanting a job where he's just the sports consultant on sports movies and tells them if it's yep. realistic. This movie needed yep. that. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there weren't even 22 players on the field. No, it was like six on six. <laughs> not even yeah. seven on seven. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually flag football. It actually looked yeah. more like... It looked more like eight on three. There was like three guys in pennies and like ten guys on defense. Right. But, but you know, guys, whenever you're making a movie called Arachnophobia and it's about just fear of spiders, 
does it really matter to get the football scene that to accurate? To me, it does. Because <laughs> it look, me off, Tom. I mean, we kind of know what we're getting into with this movie. Who, like, but who picks up their helmet and doesn't look for spiders? Like, I played football and I looked in my helmet every time before I put it on. Again, awareness rating down on everyone in this town. Yeah, right. Very low. Very low. So we All lose right. two more victims to spiders. So we've already lost Mrs. Hollins. And then we're going to lose this football player who dies from the spider in the helmet. And then right after that, the next scene is essentially the the town doctor, Dr. Metcalf. Let's be honest, though. That kid wasn't going to be a football star, so. (laughs) No. No. So his worth, value in life, very little. Now it's time for Tommy's Mailbag and Movie Anniversaries. Santa Boys mailbag time. We're reading messages from our Gmail account. We're reading messages from our Twitter account. We're reading messages from our Insta account. And we're doing anniversaries from the internet. Hey, guys. Uh, not your best one, Ken. Sorry. That was my I disagree. That was my favorite one ever. Well, I, I, I mean, liked it, sorry. And then it just kind of it kind of sputtered. It kept going. It just yeah, kept it going. Yeah, because it was good. That's so I said. kept going. Anyways, <laughs> after uh, after some technical difficulties, here we are, ready to record our mailbag and anniversaries. And Tommy's got some. I'm sure he's got some doozies for us. That he's going to read off, and then we can discuss. Um, So let's just go ahead then uh, and open up the mailbag. Go ahead, Tom. Alrighty. Our first question from Albert right here in Columbia. Question. What's a better movie series, Mission Impossible or the Bourne movies? Mission Impossible. It's not close. Yep. Mission Impossible. I feel very strongly that it is Mission Impossible. I yeah. love across the board. And here's what else I'll say. Here's what else I'll say, and I don't care if it gets me in trouble. Bourne movies are trash. I, I'll say this. They've not I aged would well. Disagree. Not aged well. Yeah, they haven't aged well. If you had asked me in 2002, I would have probably maybe said Bourne Identity because it was well, new and different. But man, here's the it thing: hurts to the watch quick, now. The quick cut fight scenes were new and awesome when they first came out. Now right. you get stuff that's like John Wick, and you're like, wait, no, you yeah. don't have to do that as a gimmick. Right. Yeah. Because so I it think they did that because well like, it was poor, poorly choreographed. Right. right. Well, and it's not even the fight scenes. The whole movie is quick cut, zoom in, out. It's The whole movie's bananas. Right. The whole series. I, it hurts your eyes. I don't like them. I do not like them. Sam, I am. And to, to go along with that, I, just the fact that Mission Impossible... Like Fallout, they keep been getting one of my better. Favorite. They just keep getting better. Oh yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Every movie is better. Not seen and I really what? want to see. Oh, it. And it's like available on every platform. Stop watch it. what you're doing Do and watch it today. It's 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 the amazing. best one. I love it. And I'm that not just one. saying yeah. that. It, I think yeah. I'm, I'm kind of waiting one. until I have a better home theater setup because right now I'm just in an apartment and I've got my TV. I kind of like want to wait mm. until like I have a bigger TV and like a sound system. It's so much I fun. Mean, I, love, I love Mission Impossible. I'll watch all of them. They get better. I've watched and better it probably yeah. just like Tom Cruise. He gets yeah. better with age. It's weird. I've probably watched Fallout at least twice. Maybe I've seen it three times. Yeah, I love it. It's Ghost so Protocol good. was great. Like, mm. Mm. yeah. I watched Ghost Protocol in the no. Which what was the one after Ghost Protocol? 
Rogue Nation. Rogue, Rogue Nation. Nation. I watched Rogue Nation when I was in the hospital with a broken leg. Mm. Yeah. I will say, Rogue Nation, even better when you're on Percocet. I bet. <laughs> Percocet. So, Most movies are. That. Keep that in mind. What else we got, Tom? Yeah, let's see here. Our next question. Oh, our good pal Marvin from Chicago. Marvin! Marvin! Hey, how you doing, Marvin? He asks, how are you guys feeling about the Avatar sequels being pushed an additional year? Uh, don't care. So I'll sad. I'll say this much. So sad about it. I have it. very strong feelings about this. If I want it, I want to be 50 years old. I'm currently 30. I want to be 50 years old and open up the internet and read Avatar sequel pushed back another year. I just want this to keep being pushed back forever and yeah. ever. And I'll be like, oh, okay, good. I read a tweet yeah, that was care. like, it was like running down the history of Avatar being pushed back, Avatar 2 being pushed back, and it started in like 2014. Oh. It's like Avatar 2 has now been pushed back to 2016. Does Avatar it... 2 will now come out in 2019. Avatar 2 now will come out in 2021. Are they, are they waiting for someone to actually just want Avatar 2? Is that the right. thing? That, like, I no think that's one the plan. It. James Cameron is like, mm, people don't seem stoked about this. Let's give it another five years whenever it's really back in the zeitgeist. <laughs> mm. Oh. Uh, speaking of pushbacks, I saw Tenet has been suspended indefinitely, indefinitely. for its We're not talking everything. About it That's what I, I care don't know. About. I just it really made me sad, and I'm. I was really hoping for August movie theater time, but looks like it's going to be at least no. October, probably even longer. I, you probably. know what? I think I don't think we're going to be seeing movies in theaters until we got a vaccine. Yeah, I think, I think that's not just gonna... America just can't get anything right, so we're just going to keep on keeping on. Right. And by that, I want to talk about it. Yeah, let's let's move on. Way to get political. No, I'm sad. Jeez, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me get real political for all the haters. Uh, wear a mask. There's my there's my political statement. That's our, our that's our political that's our statement. Official statement. We do as the Cineboys, we do recommend you wear a mask. And if you look at our Twitter and Instagram, you will see that our profile picture is us wearing masks. And I think because, we lost followers after that. Yeah, we just <laughs> yeah, so I just funny. actually saw our follower Whatever. go down. I do this for us. Right I don't do this for anyone else. <laughs> Yep. I don't do it for the gram. I do it for comp. Sorry. Anyways, the game. do we have anything else in the mailbag, Tom? Uh, that's all we got. That's all I saw. All anyway. right. Well, let's get into some movie anniversaries then. Yeah, all right. Uh, happy five-year anniversary to, you guessed it, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Oh! Yeah! yeah. We kind of... How did... That's... Cr- what I, a coincidence. Which one is what Rogue Nation? Is that the one with um, Alec Paul Patton? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, Paul Patton was the in, love interest. Uh, uh, Rogue uh, Nation Ghost was Protocol. Rebecca Ferguson. Yes. Oh, okay. So the first Rogue, old Rebecca Becky Ferguson. Ferguson. Rogue Nation is really Nation. like he's hanging on the outside of the plane. Yeah, the, the plane. Beginning. That's the plane. Yeah, okay. One. Uh, okay. What a speaking badass. of Rebecca Ferguson, I watched Doctor Sleep. I do recommend that movie. That's a great movie. It's pretty good. I'm I'm too scared. I'm too scared. It's not that scary. It's more just like the. Psychological. It wasn't like yeah. That's worse. I'd rather be a horror movie than psychological terror. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, more scared of psychological well, you'll, you'll be, Kevin, you'll it be was, fine. It was thrilling. Yeah. It wasn't <sighs> scary. Okay. Um, it was happy, <laughs> happy ten year anniversary to Dinner for Schmucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most uncomfortable I've ever been in a movie theater. Oh, I so saw the for the first time me. like four months ago. Is garbage. Absolutely so so uncomfortable. I, it's so. Yeah, I mean, I it's seen it's it. not age well because making fun of people is not funny anymore. But yeah, holy cow, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That, but you can tell when you, when you watch The Office, you can tell when Michael or when Steve Carell is mm-hmm. shooting that movie because he actually went with that haircut, mm-hmm. and it looks so bad. You're like, oh, yeah, this is the yeah. dinner for schmucks phase. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you notice it right off the bat. Poor yep. Paul Rudd. It would have been uncomfortable just yeah. making that movie. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. Uh, and then happy 25 year anniversary to The Net, starring the girl from the bus. Ah. What? I don't know what anything you just said was. <laughs> Sandra Bullock movie from 95. Mm. Good old Sandy Bullock. Never saw it. I wish Sandy would do some I think I saw movies. it once. I miss her. She won that Oscar, and now she's like, oh, I guess I don't have to act anymore. It's kind of true. Yeah, why would you? Come back, Sandra. Yeah. You've reached the you. peak. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, um, Tom, thanks again. Reminder, everybody, you can uh, email us if you have any questions or just want us to talk about something. The Cineboys Podcast at gmail.com. And we're also available on Twitter and Instagram at The Cineboys. Well, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Sounds great. Okay. I'll see you then or I'll see you another time. Okay. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, so that's it for this week. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of The Cineboys. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thecineboys.com. Cineboys is part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network.